You are now listening to Chakras and Shotguns. Welcome back to Chakras and Shotguns. It's our 10th episode. I'm Jen. And I'm Mick. Welcome back. So how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. 10 episodes. Yeah. Kind of a, a milestone I right know. here. 10 weeks putting out art. Yes. This has been fun. It has been fun. It's gotten a lot better since the littlest one is semi-sleeping through the night. Yes, that's been a journey. Um, We are (laughs) getting a lot better sleep. She's no longer in our bed. She's in our room. (sighs) Yeah. Yes. A lot more restful sleep over here. Yes. Um, If you're familiar with astrology at all, that one has an Aries moon. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that comes out when she's mad. She's mad. Mm -hmm. That throat chakra is very active. Yes. So we'll get into all of that today. How are you doing? I'm overall just, you know, like I said, good, you know, in a good place, well rested. Okay. Work is going well. Good. So, yeah, no complaints over here. Awesome. Let's, um, Let's do a little breath work. Yes. So... I wanted to kind of flip the script a little bit. So our breath work is actually going to incorporate our yoga pose for the day for the chakra. Oh, snap. So, you know, hopefully y'all have some room to move a little bit. You don't need a lot of room for this one. That's why it's like perfect for this. You can do this sitting in a chair. You can do this um, if you find a comfortable seat. Crisscross applesauce or (laughs) cross-legged. Um, if you don't have any issues with your knees or your quads aren't too tight, you could also kneel and then sit back on your heels. All right. So get comfortable and let's begin. Let's take a deep inhale in through the nose. Open your mouth and sigh it out through the mouth. Let's do that again. Inhale through the nose. And sigh it out through the mouth. So the pose we're going for is called Lion's Pose. And you'll see why in a moment. Inhale through the nose. Open your mouth, stick out your tongue and audibly sound out through the mouth, almost like you're a roaring lion. Let's do that one more time. Inhale through the nose. Open your mouth, stick out your tongue, relax your jaw, and audibly roar as you exhale. So let's take in one more inhale, seal the lips, smile, and this time we're going to exhale through the nose. 
All right. Jen, that was great. I was getting really caught up in the moment. I mean, y'all almost heard me get my Mufasa on and let that out. I, I didn't want to do that on the mic. <laughs> so I had to check myself, but I was, I was getting a little carried away there. So great job. Thank you. So, yes, that was Lion's Pose. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory since it's a roar. Thinking about um, making audible sounds, it might make you feel a little bit silly uh, getting into your Lion King bag. But I felt it. I felt it. I think it's about being expressive, opening up your mouth, letting what needs to come out come out. And so that pose is perfect for the throat chakra. So we'll circle back to that at the end. But yeah. All right. So we're continuing our series on the chakras. We covered the first three chakras in episode four through six. And we covered the heart chakra in our last episode, episode nine. So feel free to go back and check those episodes out if you kind of want to start from the from the beginning and work your way up through the chakras. Uh, but today we're going to discuss the throat chakra. Yeah, as the name suggests, this chakra is located in the center of your neck at the throat. The throat chakra is associated with the color blue. Yeah, um, the throat chakra is all about communication. Uh, it is all about seeking and speaking the truth. Um, it is the center of choice and consequence. And it also governs our inner voice and how we speak to ourselves internally. So thinking about the mind-body-spirit connection, how the throat chakra connects to the mind is going to manifest as expression, your authenticity, integrity, and truth. So when people say speak your truth, they're encouraging you to tap into that throat chakra energy. Say it with your chest, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like that's the same energy, you know? Speak up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, biologically, um, the throat chakra is connected to your mouth, your jaw, teeth, esophagus, and the thyroid gland. So, for those that don't know, the thyroid gland, which is in your throat area, um, it releases hormones that help your body stay in homeostasis. Mm. So, like, thinking about, like, being in balance, it's really regulating a lot of those hormones um, in your body. Mm. So. Mm. How do you know when your throat chakra might be off? Physically, you may experience thyroid problems, hoarseness, sore throat, and gum disease, um, which is interesting. And hopefully we're going to edit out all of this throat clearing we had to do because our throat chakras were acting up trying to record this episode. I've been clearing my throat and drinking some water yeah. and coughing and... I felt like it was like uh, trying to start an old car. You get that addiction going like, <clears throat> we just like steady trying to get it going. And it was it was a little struggle there. Okay. So a couple other things biologically that you might see with the throat chakra, um, ear infections, uh, sinus infections, or even some tightness in your shoulders. Mm. Yeah. So I think about like little kids, you know, that have a lot, have a lot of ear infections. I had a lot of ear infections as a child. Um, our daughters had quite a few interactions, ear infections as a child. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering, like, as a child, like, do we need to help them open up their throat chakras, get that energy out to, to help help with some of that as well? Yeah. And it was definitely before um, language was her strong suit. 
Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and she was like learning how to speak and how to talk and express herself. And so maybe she was struggling spiritually with like getting what she wanted to say out. Yeah. Yeah. Like the uh, energy of communication wasn't flowing yet. So like, right. I don't know. I mean, biologically, right. The air canals are shorter as kids. Yes. So I'm sure that has something to do with it as well. But I'm just wondering, like from an energetic standpoint, if that's why mm. we also see that that phenomenon in kids. Hmm. Definitely not an expert there, but something to look into at least. Yeah. And I'm I'm assuming the tight shoulders comes from like that tension you hold in your neck mm-hmm. where your throat is and how that rolls into your shoulders. Yeah. Um so hmm. yeah. Cool. Interesting. Um, so just emotionally, I think in general, um, if you're having some issues with your throat chakra, you may feel like you just don't have like any authority or choice in your life, like you're not speaking your truth, right? Mm-hmm. So that that feeling of like helplessness almost, um, I think, is what's what's there. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking through this, and this is the fifth chakra that we've covered on the show. And, you know, we know that they're all connected. We're going to think about our energy centers holistically, yeah, right, as a whole. Um So it was really interesting, like, you could pinpoint certain things and how they build on each other. So going back to the solar plexus, you're not having a lot of self-confidence, right? You're not super confident in yourself and in who you are. That might affect or might manifest in your heart chakra as you aren't really sure how to receive love Mm. because you're not even confident that you're deserving of Mm. receiving that love. Right. So then that might cause you to have some poor boundaries and poor boundaries. Right. Is your inability to say no. So what are you not doing? You're not speaking up for yourself. So yeah. It goes into your throat. So it's like it's all so interconnected. Yeah. Um, the heart and the throat in particular, I can see a lot of interpersonal relationships and how that how that can manifest itself again with the poor boundaries not saying no um gaslighting which is an external factor right someone is telling you that your experience is not true and if you already have poor boundaries and you're not speaking your truth and you're not saying what you prefer and what you like and what you don't like and you're not speaking up for yourself you're more susceptible to take on that person's version of the truth, right? Yeah. So I think also we think a lot about getting our chakras in balance as something that we kind of need to do for ourselves, like the our health, our spiritual health. But it's also, you know, that's a spiritual shotgun, right? Like that's how you keep yourself protected. Um, there's something very, very powerful I struggled with this in my in my 20s into my early 30s. I struggled with um, what is true mm. um, and what that looks like because everybody's like, oh, there's three sides to every story. And so what happens is someone tells you something like, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. And yeah. you're like, well, maybe I didn't perceive that correctly. Mm-hmm. And it's very subtle, but that can, like, really mess you up. Yeah. I mean, that's all throat chakra energy, right? Right. The truth, your inner voice that's telling you, like, wait, maybe my truth isn't right. Like, all of that energy Mm -hmm. is there. Uh, I think we've been, as a society, a lot more 
conscious of gaslighting, right? The the term gaslighting has gotten a lot more traction um, mm-hmm. with us, and, and I think we're starting to wake up to how we can sometimes be manipulated, um, you know, with other people's throat chakra energy kind of infiltrating our own, and we how we need to have those boundaries that you talked about earlier. Yeah, I think the um, the wake up call for me on gaslighting. I think I, I think you think of it in its most nefarious form. And so the term comes from some old movie and the husband, I believe, was telling his wife like, oh, no, you didn't put your keys there. Like, I mean, like out and out lying. And like she's like, I know I put my keys there, but it can actually be a lot more subtle and even sometimes subconscious when someone says like, hey, that hurt my feelings. And you tell the person you're too sensitive it wasn't that deep. And so now this person is like, well, maybe it wasn't that deep. But they they felt what they felt, and that was their truth. You can disagree with that, but that was their truth. Um, I see it also happen a lot in corporate America. A lot of like, oh, you know, double speak and having to read in between the lines, and you're trying to discern what is true. And navigate through like office politics and speak your truth, which I also think sometimes can be difficult for people of color um, culturally. It's like I want to speak what's true and like office politics don't necessarily allow for that. Yeah. Um, And so we see a lot of women and a lot of people of color get kind of caught up in. Yeah. In the office and trying to navigate this very strange world. Yeah. I always got the comment in the office um, the last couple of companies I worked at. Like you always speak so plainly and and like tell tell it like it is, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't think I was like extraordinary at that ability, right? Like I thought I was just like talking normally, like most people, right, in my everyday world do, right. But it was somehow seen as like a superhuman ability in the workplace, right. <laughs> and I think part of this is like like what you were saying, like a lot of women and minorities, we just don't really like buy into that office culture of superfluous speech to like speak around issues it's like no like i just need you to do this this is the problem let's do this that's a waste of my time (laughs) i agree (laughs) because what i'm trying to do is get this work done and go home yeah no i i I completely agree (laughs) with you um yeah that's that's interesting there's so much i mean there's so much i'm like i can talk about gaslighting forever because it's just so sneaky yeah um and and also discerning between people's opinions and facts and how you feel about something and, you know. Yeah, you're like trying to figure out what really is the truth. Am I seeing things correctly, right? Like it's it, it right. can be a total mind warp. Um, so Yeah, even with, I think COVID-19 for me has also been tricky. Yeah. Um, with my throat chakra, which is something that I'm always working on because... People want to meet. They want to have lunch. They want to go do things. And, you know, people are trying to get back out into the world and we're trying to put this behind us. And I get all of that. But, like, personally, I'm not comfortable being around a lot of people who I can't, like, vouch for their whereabouts and who they're around and what they're doing. And so I'm like, I'd love to go to happy hour. I would love to go to happy hour. Oh, absolutely. I feel you. I want to be outside. Yeah. But I'm not comfortable. 
And like having to express that I'm not comfortable with doing that at this time or that activity right now. Yeah. Is. It's hard to express it sometimes, right? Yes. Like I have a couple of acquaintances who've like reached out like, yo, I'm trying to like go and grab a drink. Like what's good? And I'm kind of like, I got these babies that, you know, I don't want anything to happen to them. I would hate to bring something back to my to my family. That's like my biggest concern. Right. You know, and I'm just having a hard time like expressing like. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people here in Texas are out kicking it, but I'm just not there yet. And so, like having to stand in your truth and be mm-hmm. like, I know this, you know, goes against the grain a little bit. Um, that's how we feel, and you know, sticking to that. So it's it's difficult. Yeah, I had to cancel on a friend. I was like, hey, and I just felt so terrible about it. But I just wasn't. I wasn't ready to be in a restaurant. But what was so great about it was like. Oh, I absolutely feel you. And it's almost like we have to give each other permission mm-hmm. to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, it's been an interesting. That has yeah. been interesting yeah. from a throat chakra perspective mm-hmm. and just being like, hey, no, I need you to do this for me before you can come into our space and and like really having to exercise that. Exactly. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how. You know, the throat chakra shows itself to be either blocked or too active. Yeah. So under active indications, it's turned off. So that means you are not talking. So <laughs> you're having insecurity. You're feeling timid. You have a fear of speaking up. Um, you have a small voice. Maybe you're maybe you're mumbling a little bit, you know, like you're not um, projecting um in the physical space right not like projecting onto somebody but you're not, you're not projecting and being clear you're doing a lot of like i feel like i could talk about this all day for me personally it's like how do we do this hey um i don't know if you're okay with like i i don't really want um i totally understand if you don't want to do this but like i i don't i don't really like that like couching your opinion behind some yes. of these like intro statements or whatever yeah. not trying to hurt your feelings yeah. da, 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 da. but it's like if you're saying something and you're clear and you're com- you know you're communicating clearly and you're not being rude right i think there's some people who are like yeah i'm blunt and da, 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 da. but no you're an asshole like you're being rude okay <laughs> so what's funny as you were like kind of saying that i feel like you and i were on opposite ends of that sp- of that spectrum and like since kind of going through marriage we've kind of pulled each other to the other side where like I used to be like super blunt direct low-key an asshole with with some of my my communications and I feel like you were like way too accommodating and nice and like we've kind of like pulled each other toward to the, the middle center. yeah yes an exercise of two extremes <laughs> I was like can we just be more pleasant like can you just be a little softer when you deliver these things to me um because I would say like, hey, Mick, you want to go to the movies? And he'd be like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> now me, I'd be like, well, I would love to go to the movies. But I was more so thinking that maybe we could stay in tonight when really I didn't want to go. And I could have just been like, no. But I was so worried. Again, going back to the heart chakra, I was worried about... um not necessarily hurting feelings that does come up, but like worried that I think sometimes people are scared to express themselves because they're worried that that person won't love them anymore. Mm. And so they're worried about losing that connection. 
And it's not a one-off like, oh, this person might not like my response, but we could probably work through that. But they're concerned that if I tell this person no, or if I tell this person I don't like that, they will sever that connection with me. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're being mindful of that. And if you haven't listened to the Heart Shocker episode, I would recommend it. Um, but my my thing that sometimes I have to repeat to myself when I get caught up in that is I am not emotionally responsible for anyone else but me. That's a word right there. Now you can you are responsible for how you treat others, absolutely, but you are not supposed to hold other people's emotions. Yep. That's I don't know why I thought about the the Erica Badu uh bag lady song. Bag. Lady, you don't miss your bus. So drop all them bags off, all them them bags that belong to other people. Leave that baggage alone. Mm. Um, tell them to get it in baggage claim. <laughs> all right, let's uh let's talk about overactive indications. Overactive. Um, one of my favorite words that I was called in second grade was loquacious. That okay. means you talk too much. <laughs> And um, <laughs> overactive indications are there's too much energy being distributed. So remember, overactive, you're just giving it away. Just that is it's set. So you're experiencing things like gossiping. You're overly critical. Always got something to say. Haters. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have put that bag with that shoe. Shut up. <laughs> Arrogance. And being condescending or rude. Um, this one is a good one for like that mantra that I that mm-hmm. I say often. Like, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Yeah, you're right. And if it's not those three things, zip it. I feel you. So there's there's two things that kind of pop up as you were reading that list. The first one, you took me back to my elementary school when I was in second grade. I Basically, was talking so much to where the teacher was like, I'm going to move your desk by my desk just to keep you from disrupting the other kids. <laughs> and so she's telling my mom this because my mom was like, why is why is this desk over there? She's like, girl, you know, he was talking so much. I had, I had a black second grade teacher. She was like, <laughs> girl, you know, he was talking so much. I had to move him over there by me. And then, you know what, girl, he started talking to me. I was I was I wasn't even paying attention to the, to the other kids. I was talking to him, having a whole <laughs> conversation. So I think uh, they didn't. Labeled me loquacious, but I think it was kind of inherent right there by them having to move me over by the teacher. And look at us. Talking a lot right now. Talking ass has got a podcast. <laughs> um, but no, the second thing I thought about um, is kind of what's going on right now in the news with um, the baby, right? So kind of the the arrogance, the condescending rudeness, mm. um, those overactive chakra symptoms. Um, you know, dude is out here moving reckless. You know, um, messing up his money um, and, I mean, really being a hater out here, right? Like Literally writing checks that he can't cash. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm just like, do need to do some some throat chakra work and and some heart chakra work a little bit because he clearly doesn't have compassion for certain segments of the population. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just just troubling to kind of see all that, that play out. Yeah, I did see a tweet um, when all of this. De- and if you don't know what's going on with the baby, he was at Rolling Loud in Miami and 
you know when usually the rappers are like, if you're having a good time, make some noise. If you got your own car, yeah. make some noise. And started just saying like really disgusting things about people with AIDS, HIV, and the LGBT. LGBTQ mm-hmm. community. And we brought Tory Lanez out, and that's a whole other thing. Yeah, But, um, I mean, it was just like double, triple down. In the concert, people were like, hey, that wasn't cool. He double, triple down again on social media. On social media, with a never mind. That's a whole segue. But I don't know why he was doing this zoom in, zoom out thing on that video. But it was aggravating <laughs> me. And um, and now all these festivals. Also, bro, I didn't even know he was signed up for all of these festivals. Mm-hmm. You had that many bags coming in. So stupid. Never mind, like being careful and being politically correct and all of that. You had that much money coming in, doing what you love, mm-hmm. rapping, being gregarious and wearing yeah. chains and talking about money and getting women, doing all of the hedonistic things that you love. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, again, it's not about fumbling the bag. It's more so like, why are you talking about that? Yeah, just just perform, get paid, go home. I, I just mean energetically. I would just be having the time of my yeah. life. I'd be like, y'all, I'm so happy I'm here with y'all. Y'all having a good time? Like, yeah. I don't understand why you took it there. And I, it just did not compute. And then now he has like, um, they had like a PR statement that was trash that he clearly did not write. And um, he was supposed to do an apology video, but now I guess that shock returned off because we hadn't heard boo from him. Um, yeah. Uh. But um, I saw on Twitter someone was saying like, when was when did Twitter come out? Twenty ten? No, it was earlier than that. Uh, like 2008? Like 2008, 2007. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, now you can hear from, this is like 2007, 2008. Now you can hear what celebrities are doing and what they think. And now in 2021, it was like, we got these celebrities telling us what they're doing and what they think. Yeah. That's, I, I miss the days when we didn't hear so much of what celebrities <laughs> thought. Like you hear about Ashton Kutcher uh, and his wife talking about how they don't bathe. It's like, we didn't need to know that. We didn't need to know. Didn't need to know that. That's your prerogative. Yeah. That's your personal choice in your household. But we don't we don't care. I don't need to know that. Yeah. I think um So so wait, I just want to go back to that. I, I feel like are we saying that social media has created a overactive throat chakra epidemic? Is that what we yes. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Um what I was going to say on that is Especially now and in the climate and like post-2016, like the political climate, COVID, um, conversations about vaccinations versus unvaccinated, like all of these things. And even like some of the old conversations, like should women pay for a date or whatever? I just feel like back in the day, like when you had an opinion, you might tell your homegirl, you might tell your cousin, but like you didn't have this type of platform. And so... Sometimes it feels like people are just shouting all of their opinions into this void or not a void. They, it, people are hearing them. Right. Yeah. And they'll be they'll be loud and wrong or not thought out. And so, like, we're just like saying things and it's there's no like discernment as to like what you should and shouldn't be saying. And I think even when we were thinking about starting this podcast, I think um, I was on the 
opposite end of the spectrum because I was like, who cares what we have to say? But um, I'm glad y'all are here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were we were definitely hesitant, kind of thinking like, hmm, is this something that's really worthwhile? But um, we've been pleasantly surprised um, that folks are really, you know, taking the time to listen to us. So we're appreciative yeah. as well. There, there is, there is, there is a lane and I think there are so many voices in a myriad of spaces that have really interesting things to say like not just about spirituality or wellness just about any topic right and who are moving about it in a really thoughtful way and I would love to be in that number yeah um I just think that there are how we've all gotten caught up is especially if we're not speaking our own truth and trying to discern what's true for us is that there's so much swirling that um and people aren't taking the time like they're talking before they listen or they're talking before they read <laughs> and <laughs> i already know who you're thinking about <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't really read books but i got opinions and it's just like baby yeah. google google it baby um all right. Well, let's let's jump off that. Um, let's talk a little bit about a couple of things you can do to help kind of get your throat chakra back in balance. Yes. So for us, this joint exercise of doing this podcast, this has been an amazing exercise of the voice. Um, if you're having boundary issues and like speaking up for yourself, like practice that. I think because if you're on that side of the spectrum, I think speaking up for yourself is very much so out of your comfort zone. Remember, people might not always respond to it well, but the exercise is you doing that for you. So use your voice. Also, sure. sing. Um, send voice notes to your friends. <laughs> like, use your voice. Definitely. Um, I wanted to touch on a few crystals that are helpful for the throat chakra. So um, as Jen mentioned earlier, blue uh, is the color of the throat chakra. So look for blue crystals. Uh, and so looking even here in our little studio, um, we have some blue crystals here. Um, so we have blue appetite, which is one of my favorite blue crystals. Uh, we have some sodalite. Um, we have used kyanite as well. Uh, and then another blue crystal, uh, lapis lazuli. Um, so those are all great for kind of strengthening that throat chakra energy. Back to the yoga, um, we did the lion's pose as our breath work today. So that's a great pose that you can really do anywhere. Um, I think kind of paired with that yoga pose and using your voice, there have been times where I just like let out a scream like in the car when I just like felt like I couldn't say what I wanted to say or it wasn't connecting um, and just like letting that energy out. So the lion's pose is really great for that. If you're already experienced with yoga and you do not have any neck injuries, if you have any neck issues, do not do these two poses. Some other poses that are good for the throat chakra are shoulder stand and plow pose. Cool. So moving on to a few affirmations. Uh, first one, I am free to express my truth. I speak with authenticity. And I am alone accountable for expressing myself clearly. Mm. I like those a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and then just to kind of wrap up things that you can do, um, 
you can connect with the element associated with the throat chakra. Uh, and so uh, ether is listed uh, as well as sound uh, are the two elements that are out there that are associated uh, with the throat chakra. So um, for those that don't know, ether is kind of like the upper region of the air in the sky that's kind of beyond the clouds. Um, so, you know, on a nice clear day, just kind of going out and gazing up at the sky and really kind of visualizing that space up above the the clouds while you're outside um, can help you really kind of open up your throat chakra um, as well as something that Jen mentioned, right? So chanting, singing, humming, really letting that sound uh, reverberate in your throat uh, can help you to uh, access that energy and open up that that chakra. Hmm. I also read once that singing every day helps you live longer. So there you go. Is that why you always sing around the house? That is. All right. Mm-hmm. Parting words on the throat. <laughs> no one can express what you're feeling for you. You have to do that for yourself. So say what's on your heart. Ooh. And um, yeah, speak up. Can't hear you. I like that. I like that. Um, so before we go, uh, we did want to share something from our Chakras and Shotguns book club. Um, so since we had our, our Ghana trip um, back at the end of 2019, going into 2020 that we spoke about on episode one, I've been really um, wanting to explore more around African perspectives um, with relation to spirituality. And one of my favorite books, probably my favorite that I've read this year, um, is a book called Of Water and the Spirit. Uh, it's by Maladoma Patrice Somme. Hopefully I pronounced his name correctly. Um, basically, he is a member of the Dagara tribe. Um, they are located in Burkina Faso, um, which is on you know the West Western African coast. Um, and basically, he describes in the book his experience growing up uh, where he was in the tribe uh, and then the area around his tribe was being colonized by the French. And he spent some time being educated uh, in French schools, uh, but then he later returned to his tribe to go through the initiation process um, to become a man within his within this tribe. Uh, and the book is just wonderfully written. It goes through a lot of the perspectives um, about how African or particularly his tribe views spirituality. Um, And he talks specifically about how there isn't really the language or the words in their language to differentiate the material world from the spiritual world. It's all just interconnected in their culture. Um, And I found that to be beautiful. Um, There's there's several different perspectives little kind of snippets where he talks about how um, the Western world sees things one way versus how his culture um, views them. Um, so I just found, I found the book super enjoyable. I think it definitely gives a voice to uh, African culture and yeah, I just found it super enlightening. I definitely want to read it. Some of the things that Mix told me about it is, so interesting and just goes back to that initial episode of ours where we were talking about how 
you know, Christianity came to Africans, came to um, African-Americans, like African descendants of slaves and um, and what that looks like and what was before that and kind of getting to what was before that and that perspective and how these people are approached the spiritual, I think is really beautiful. I think it was um, grounding. Is yeah. that the right word for yeah. it? I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's on my list. We we have our own list of what we're reading, and then we have the list from the other person's list of what we're also going to read. So it's like... Yeah, our, our nightstands are a mess. We're, is, we're just constantly reading books over here. Um, just trying to like open our, our perspective and our minds. Um, and we're trying to share with you guys the highlights, um, ones we think that you definitely should check out. Yes. So we'll definitely put that one in the show notes as well as anything else that we covered today in our episode. As always, if you have a question, if you have a dream, if you have a dream you want us to interpret, if you have a, a topic that you're interested in, please, please email us chakras and shotguns at gmail.com. Uh, Mick, you have any parting words on the throat chakra or anything else? No, I'm good on the throat chakra, um, but we would love for you guys to leave us a review um, on your favorite podcast app. We've been getting a few re- reviews and we really appreciate those. Um, so leave us a review. Um, yeah. Have a good rest of you guys' day. Awesome. Namaste. Namaste.